Good morning. It's the 12th of March and I'm Ethie Yates and I worship at St Peter's Bryn. This morning's reflection is based on the book of Daniel, chapter 4, verses 19 to 37. And the suggested title for this reflection is The Lord Gives and the Lord Takes Away. Daniel interprets the dream. Then Daniel, also called Balthazar, was greatly perplexed for a time, and his thoughts terrified him. So the king said, Balthazar, do not let the dream or its meaning alarm you. Balthazar answered, My lord, if only the dream applied to your enemies and its meaning to your adversaries. The tree you saw, which grew large and strong, with its top touching the sky, visible to the whole earth, with beautiful leaves and abundant fruit, providing food for all, giving shelter to the wild animals and having nesting places in its branches for the birds. Your Majesty, you are that tree. You have become great and strong. Your greatness has grown until it reaches the sky and your dominions extend to distant parts of the earth. Your Majesty saw a holy one, a messenger coming down from heaven and saying, cut down the tree and destroy it but leave the stump, bound with iron and bronze, in the grass of the fields, while its roots remain in the ground. Let him be drenched with the dew of heaven. Let him live with the wild animals until seven times pass by for him. This is the interpretation, Your Majesty, and this is the decree the Most High has, has issued against my Lord the King. You will be driven away from people and live with the wild animals. You will eat grass like the ox and be drenched with the dew of heaven. Seven times will pass until you acknowledge the Most High is sovereign over all the kingdoms of the earth and give them to anyone he wishes. The command to leave the stub of the tree in, the, in its roots means that your kingdom will be restored to you when you acknowledge that heaven rules. Therefore, Your Majesty, be pleased to accept my advice. Renounce your sins by doing what is right, and your wickedness by being kind to the oppressed. It may be that then your prosperity will continue. The dream is fulfilled. All this happened to Nebuchadnezzar. Twelve months later, as the king was walking on the roof of the royal palace of Babylon, he said, Is not this the great Babylon that I have built as the royal residence? by my mighty power and for the glory of my majesty. Even as the words were on his lips, a voice came from heaven. This is the decree for you, Nebuchadnezzar. Your royal authority has been taken from you, and you will be driven away from people, and you will live with the wild animals, and you will eat grass like the oxen. Seven times will pass for you until you acknowledge that the Most High is sovereign over kingdoms of the earth and give them to anyone he wishes. Immediately, what has been said about Nebuchadnezzar was fulfilled. He was driven away from people, ate grass like the oxen. His body was drenched with the dew of heaven until his hair grew like feathers of an eagle and his nails like the claws of a bird. At the end of that time, I, Nebuchadnezzar, raised my eyes towards heaven and my sanity was restored. Then I praised the Most High, 
I honoured and glorified him who lives forever. His dominion is an eternal dominion. His kingdom endures from generation to generation. All the peoples of the earth are regarded as nothing. He does as he pleases with the powers of heaven and the peoples of earth. No one can hold back his hand or say to him, what have you done? At the end of time when my sanity was restored, my honour and splendour were returned to me for the kingdom of my glory of my kingdom. My advisers and nobles sought me out. I was restored to my throne and became even greater than before. Now I, Nebuchadnezzar, praise and exalt and glorify the King of Heaven, because everything he does is right, and all his ways are just. And those who walk in pride he is able to humble. Amen. So the Lord gives and the Lord takes away. This reading tells us about a dream that Daniel is asked to interpret for his king Nebuchadnezzar. Daniel is desperate that this dream doesn't apply to the king, who he seems to admire greatly. He tells the king of the dream and explains what it means to him. In a way, he's warning him. Nebuchadnezzar the king would appear to have everything he needs and more besides. He would seem to be a reasonably good ruler. But Daniel is telling him that his heart really isn't in the right place. The king carries on with life despite Daniel's warning and lo and behold the dream comes true. The king is indeed laid low and suffers for some time until he lifts up his eyes to the Lord, repents or says he's sorry and he's returned to his former glory. In fact he's returned to be a greater king because he's trusting in the Lord his God and ruling as one of his servants. God humbles the king for his pride in feeling he can rule in his own strength. The king eventually accepts the God that Daniel worships, our God, and becomes a better person for it. So what do we feel this passage is telling us? How many times have we been like the king, bobbing along happily doing what we think is right and happy with our lot in life? We may have roles and responsibilities in our church, our community or in our family that we've had for many years or just living our lives doing all those hundreds of things we do. We do all these things just accepting that God is there. Then we may begin to feel that things are not right, that we may be needing to go down another path. Things are not going right. Erin, if you're anything like me, you ignore it and carry on regardless. I don't often hear God speaking to me, but I do know when I'm doing something that isn't quite right because I feel out of sorts and uneasy. Then I still carry on. Eventually I do listen to God, do as he asks me to do. In other words, I say, sorry Lord, I should have listened to you in the first place. When this happens, our hearts are lighter and we feel back on track. The great thing is that God is there all the time just like the tree stump in the dream. He's there to help us build us back to be the people he is asking us to be. Lent may be a time to take stock of the things that we are doing, to be sure that what we are doing is what he wants from us. That may be to be satisfied with the place we are in and to trust that the Lord is using us in the way he wants. He may be teaching us to be patient, 
to spend time in prayer and reading his word so that we know what he's asking us to do. So perhaps the title of this reflection should have been The Lord Gives, The Lord Takes Away and then he gives back even better. So thank you, Lord, for your patience and belief in us. Amen. So let's join together with everyone in Wigan, in our diocese, and all those we know and love, wherever they are, as we say the Lord's Prayer. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. I hope you have a peaceful day and thank you for sharing this time with me this morning. God bless.